This podcast is made possible by listeners like you. Please be sure to subscribe and share with friends and family. To help support this ministry, please visit allentempleamec.com slash donate. Thank you for listening. The scripture that was read earlier for your hearing, but I'm going to lift up just verse 9. But you are a chosen people, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, God's special possession, that you may declare the praises of him who called you out of darkness into his wonderful light. My sermon topic today, are you witnessing? Are you witnessing? Let us pray. Lord, this is preaching time. Hide me behind the sacred desk. Let the words in my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight. In Jesus' name, amen. Because there's a storm brewing, today will be my triple S sermon, meaning I will be short, I will be simple, and I will be seated. It is often said that you can say a lot by saying a little. Well, today, God wants me to say a little to his people. This sermon is not to cast dispersions or prick anyone's conscience, merely to make people aware of how they may appear sometimes when they come across people and they try and lead them towards Christ. A background summary describes the scriptural house of God being built. Jesus is the perfect foundation stone God has chosen for the house. Those who trust him are also living stones used to build this house. In addition, we individually serve as both the priests and spiritual sacrifices, our lives offered to the builder. Thus, we must live good lives as strangers in the world preparing to go home, to be with our Father. As Christians, we have a special place in God's unfolding plan of redemption. We are born into the family of God and have become a new creation through spiritual birth by faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. We are an elect race and have been God's beloved son. We have been heirs of God and joint heirs of Christ by faith. God has selected you and me out of the people of this world for a very special reason. And we have been anointed with the oil of gladness to serve as his representatives right here on earth. As we journey through this life of pain and sorrow, we are able to proclaim in the world, in thought, in word, in action, in attitude, the motive, the excellent glories of our Heavenly Father, who redeemed us from the darkness of sin and death into the glories of his life and light in Christ. We are a spiritual body of believers to be his holy 
heavenly people with a celestial citizenship. Yes, as a royal priesthood, we are kings and priests unto God. We have been declared righteous in his sight. And because of our union with Christ, all that we say, all that we do in keeping with the heavenly privilege that has been bestowed upon us. Now, the word witness appears 182 times throughout the Bible. Now, before I explain what witnessing is, first let me tell you what witnessing is not. Witnessing is not criticizing people for the lifestyle that they live. Witnessing is not telling people that they're going to hell because they don't go to church. Witnessing is not carrying the biggest Bible around so people can see you. Amen? Witnessing is not wearing the biggest cross that you can find. Amen? That is not witnessing, ladies and gentlemen. According to Webster, he defines a witness or witnessing as something that usually refers to one who has a personal knowledge of something, someone or something serving as evidence or proof of an event. In Christian times, witnessing is or should be telling others what we personally experience of the Lord Jesus. Telling about our faith, for instance, when we receive Jesus as our Savior, maybe you told some of your friends our family members, about your salvation experience and how wonderful it was. That was your witnessing. Witnessing is telling the good news, news of salvation, news of liberation from sin, brokenness, and the estrangement from God. We have been called to share forth the good news of the glorious gospel of grace to a lost and dying world. For God, in his wisdom, knew who would accept his gracious offer of salvation by faith. As a witness, our character and conduct should reflect the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. Let me say that again. As a witness, our character and conduct should reflect the calling of God in Christ Jesus. For it is written in Matthew 28, 19, Jesus said, therefore, go make disciples of all nations. While this command was given a part of the Great Commission to his disciples, this command is also the responsibility of every man and woman who profess faith in Christ Jesus. My good friend, the Reverend Charles Rogers, always say, you may be the only Bible that people read. Are you witnessing? Romans 1 and 16, Paul wrote, for I am not ashamed of the gospel, for it is the power of God for salvation for everyone who believes. Followed by Luke 9, 26, who says, if anyone is ashamed of me, and my message, the Son of Man, will be ashamed of that person when he returns in his glory and the glory of the Father and the holy angels. 
Well, Brother Preacher, how should we go about in witnessing? Well, I'm glad you asked. I'm going to give you three quick points about witnessing. First point is we should meet people where they are. Everyone, particularly those who have not received salvation, may not be where you are. Listen to their story. Don't be judgmental. Show compassion. Show that you care. Show concern. See, part of the problem is sometimes we want to convert people before we know where they are. We don't cloister them ourselves and win people over by being separate from them. Translation, we don't become so righteous where we turn them away. We join them in their lives, in their struggles, and in their successes. Second point, establish a relationship with that person or persons before you tell them all the wrong things about them. Get to know that person, especially when they come to church. So what they dress may be a little short. So what they don't come in dressed like you. Now, before you knew the Lord, well, that, that's another sermon. Amen. But they may be sitting in sister so-and-so's seat. There's a time and a place for everything. Amen. Amen. You don't know that person, and you don't know what that person is going through. It might have taken all that they can muster just to come to church that day, only to expect the unexpected. In 2005, I lost my job. I had a failed marriage. And I was in Albany one day looking for a job because I needed to support my kids. And I was wearing a suit and tie. And at the time, I was shelter insecure, or I was transitioning. And I will explain that a little later. Stopped into this restaurant to get something to eat. And a man approached me. Let's, let's call him Jack. Jack approached me and said, sir, I'm homeless. Can you buy me something to eat? I looked at Jack. I said, I'm homeless also. You see, I'm not a politically correct person. And while some of these words are cute, to me, it, it's confusing when we say things like shelter insecure. You know, let, let's just call a spade a spade. I know we're trying to be nice and everything, but anyway, so after I told him I was homeless, he said, you don't look homeless. And I told him, don't judge a book by its cover. So I brought Jack something to eat, and we sat down, had a conversation, and I asked him if he knew Jesus. And Jack said, I read the Bible. So I told him where my church was and invited him to come to church. First thing he said, oh, I know where that church is, and I've seen the people that go there. I don't have anything to wear. And I told Jack, come anyway and listen to the message. So Jack came to church. Long story short, he gave his life to the Lord. My third point is, when we witness to people, tell your testimony. Sometimes we fail to let people know 
that we can relate to them, that we've been there, that we understand. If we can be honest with ourselves for a minute, most of us, if not all of us, have skeletons in our closets. Let he that is without sin cast the first stone. Tell people that they are not the first to have a child of the wedlock. Tell people that you too may have not made some not so good choices in your life. Tell people that you may not have always been as pure as the driven snow. Tell somebody that I may not be what I am or what I want to be, but thank God I'm not what I used to be. For the grace of God, there go I. When I was growing up, there used to be a man on TV every night at 7 o'clock on the news. His name was Paul Harvey. Now, Paul Harvey would start off by telling an unfamiliar story in which you didn't know what he was talking about. Later on, as the story became more and more familiar, right before he would tell you the ending, by this time you already figured out what the story was about, he would end by saying, and now you know the rest of the story. Well, I got a story to tell. One day, when I was sinking deep in sin, far from the peaceful shore, very deeply stained within, sinking to rise no more. But the master of the sea heard my disparaging cry. From the waters, he lifted me. Now safe I am. Love, love lifted me. When nothing else, when nothing else could help, love lifted me. Folks, I'm going to tell you that Jesus is love. He's love. He died on Calvary for you, you, you and me. I'm telling you, can't nobody do me like Jesus. He will pick you up. He will turn you around. He'll place your feet on solid ground. He will do things for you that no one else can do. He can open doors that have been closed for years. He will give you new life. And now you know the rest of the story. And that's why we can say, amazing grace, how sweet the sound that saved a wretch like me. I once was lost, but now I'm found. Was blind, but now I see. But that's not the part that I like. This is the part that I like. The Lord has promised me to be good to me. His word, his hopes, he will, he will, he will, my shield and my protection as long as we live. Do you know him? Do you know him? Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Say hallelujah. Jesus is real, y'all. Jesus is real. Just trust him. Just believe in him. Have faith and everything will be all right. Not because I say it. Not because mama say it. Not because the people say it. Because we believe. We believe. That with Jesus, everything will be all right. Just try him. Trust him. Step out on faith. It will be all right. It will be all right. Jesus, he's the only way. The only way. The truth and the life. God bless you.